This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. How you doing? Let's get stuck into this week's fight preview. Frankie Gavin is promising us fireworks. Yeah, but that's not what I'm going to knock you right. Good. That's what I'd like to hear. Fight. I don't know. I'm yeah. not going to win on points. Fuck yeah, Birmingham bragging rights are on the table here, you know what I mean? This is no points decision, This is I just told you, Frankie's going to fly at him. I love it. Yeah, I'm looking to knock him out, definitely. Totally unrelated to fighting, after the birth of his third child, we tried to talk him into a vasectomy. Oh, that's brilliant, I've got three and all together now. <laughs> that's, me, that's me done now, I've got two boys. Now. That's it, you're out, you're out the game, man. See, snip, we're... snip. <laughs> See, we're all in the same no, position. I'm not, I'm not getting this new bullet, I don't want to also out this weekend is Paul Butler. And to say he's modest is an understatement. I wasn't worried about it too much because I've done bad some week before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you don't be modest, mate. You were world champion, right? <laughs> I was just going to say. Yeah, yeah. Don't just say oh, I've, I've done bad some week before. before. Yeah, yeah, Look, just... it. It's called the IBF <laughs> world title, Paul, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. This is the Fight Disciples podcast. Subscribe now via the iTunes store. Um, welcome to episode 41 of the Fight Disciples podcast. This is a little bit different this week. As I explained on Wednesday's show, uh, we are going to be doing an episode on Wednesday for you, which will be uh, looking back at everything that's happened the weekend before in the world of boxing. Thursday's show will be dedicated to the UFC. Hopefully you've had a listen to that. And today, Friday, we'll be previewing everything that's going on in the world of boxing uh, with this weekend coming up. As ever, I'm going to encourage you to go and register on our website, fightdisciples.com. Go there, Uh, register your details because one you'll get entered into all types of competitions that we run which will be fight tickets and sign memorabilia all that carry on and we'll also be able to keep you up to date with everything that we're doing so therefore when something random happens like we meet somebody and we randomly interview them or we do a special with them you will find out about it first so you'll never miss out on any of our exclusive content all you've got to do is go and register fightdisciples.com Com. Simple yeah. as that. We won't spam you. We won't be selling your email no. to some mad, you know, cock enlargement company or whatever. So don't worry about might that. Might do. That'll be a laugh. <laughs> yeah. Depends how much they offer you. Yeah. Some people might benefit from that. You know what I mean? <laughs> might be into it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this weekend, well, last weekend it was all about Liverpool. You were inside for that. This weekend uh, it is all about Birmingham and bragging rights. This is a year in the making, this fight, mate. If yeah. you remember ages ago, it got made. Yeah. Last October. And then yeah, it yeah. got pulled. And then, obviously, a guy that we're going to be speaking to very, very shortly, Frankie Gavin, got himself into a little bit of bother outside of the ring and therefore it couldn't get remade. Um, Sam Eggington's gone off on a little journey and ended up getting in a, def- uh, a defeat against uh, Bradley Skeets. Yeah. So it's kind of set up nicely for two gentlemen, let's say, to to really put a stamp on their own careers. It's one of those kind of defining nights for either of these lads. It is, yeah. It's a, it's a weird one because, as you say, 12 months ago, they were both in a completely and utterly different place. Um, obviously, Frankie was coming in off the, off the back of the defeat to Kel Brook, but he was, you know... He was looking to maintain himself at world title level, and obviously Sam was the uh, Sam was the British champion at the time. So it was a real, uh, it was a great fight for Birmingham then. And to be honest, I think it's a, is it better? Is it an even better fight now that the two of them have, you know, kind of struggled a bit? You know, the, the loss to Skeet. We'll see. Well, we'll find out at the weekend what the long term effects that's had on Sam as a as a prospect. And and obviously Frankie's with yet another new trainer. You know, this I think this is. His, 
fourth or fifth trainer since he turned pro now. He's, I know he's opened his own gym in Birmingham and stuff as well, but he's given something back to the community, which is great. So, you know, I, I'm looking forward to speaking to Frankie and finding out where his head's at these days because Frankie Gavin in the amateurs, you know, there wasn't a th- there wasn't anything this guy didn't win. His, you know, his record in the amateurs, I think he had over 120 fights and he won 100 of them. Mate, he's, he's our only ever... World, world amateur champion, world exactly. amateur champion, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, he's certainly got the technical ability there, but I think what he's kind of lacked since he turned pro really is just that little bit of a ruthless streak that I think a pro needs. You know, he potentially hasn't quite got the power. I'm interested to see what where his where he thinks his future lies as well. Obviously, this fight's uh, this fight's at welterweight, but uh, you know, I, I, he spoke about it in the past about going down to light welterweight. I'd like to see Frankie Gavin down light welterweight as well. So it's an interesting fight this weekend. I'm gutted I'm not down in Birmingham for this one. I was I was trying to get down there, but uh, I'm, I'm gutted I'm not going to be there. But I'll certainly be watching it. I'm watching it on Sky like most people because uh, tell you what, neither of these guys will want to take a backward step because as well as the WBC interim welterweight title on the line, phew, tell you now Birmingham bragging rights is on the line as well. So it's going to be a war. Well, let's talk to him. He's here. Frankie, we've just been having a bit of a chat, mate, about this one being like a year in the making. You must be chomping at the bit to get in the ring with this boy. You, you should have been doing it last October. Yeah, yeah, I've had a bad foot injury, but yeah, just glad that it's finally come round. It's going to happen. We're both ready, so no stopping it now. No, absolutely, man. I was, um, listen, this last year has been a bit of a nightmare, man. I think it's been well documented, all the stuff that's been happening outside of the ring. You just want to shake that shackle off, don't you? I know that you were back yeah. in there in Leeds earlier on this earlier on this year. Impressive, gets the victory, but now it's about kicking on and uh, obviously getting yourself back in the mix for world titles. Well, it's definitely yeah, it's been a terrible year for me. But I've stayed in the gym, I've stayed focused, been working with Max, my new trainer, and uh, I feel good. Can't wait for Saturday night. How's it been with him? Because um, again, we just me and Nick have just been having a little bit of chat about trainers and stuff like that. You've been. Um, we're various fellas. You're now back in. We uh, well, I say back in. You're in with Max McCracken. Um, you spoke yeah. highly of him in Lit when you were up there in Leeds. So where are you at now, mate? Is everything going well? Everything's going great. I've had uh, since been a pro. Obviously, I went with Arnie for a few years. Mm-hmm. I just thought like I learned as much as I was going to learn there. So I thought I needed a change. And uh, listen, Arnie done great things. He learned me things I never knew before. So it was great to do that. Then I went to London with the Tibbses, but I didn't fight there. I just couldn't adjust to London. So it's just a brief It's a shit hole, isn't it? Come on, Frank, it's a shit hole, mate. Nobody wants to be in London, do you? You know what I mean? It's too much. It's too much. It's too fast. Why does everybody run around in London, man? Just slow down. Chill out. What's up with you? <laughs> Where I was, it weren't the best, to be fair. But it's more down to the fact that I was lonely. I was on my own a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that sort of person. I like to be around family, friends, my children, stuff like that. So it didn't really work for me. Then I went to Tom Chaney in Birmingham, my old amateur coach. I'd had four years with him, mostly successful. But then, like I said, same with Arnie, I thought I learned everything I was going to learn there, so I thought I needed another change. Now yeah. with Max, I'm learning new things. So I know whoever loses on Saturday night, it's a long way long way back, but yeah. I'm nowhere near retiring now. Can I just say, before we move on with this chat with uh, with Frankie, I just want to apologise to anybody listening that is in London at this moment in time, yeah? I love it. It's a lovely place. <laughs> you just charged... Just lost, just you, lost all our London mate, listeners. Yeah, there. that's it. You just charged too much for a beer. That's all it is, yeah? I love you. <laughs> Listen, man, this particular fight, I know that you've been quite vocal about um, Sam's style and what have you. You've got a fantastic amateur pedigree. Um, I'm guessing that you think that you can box his ears off then for 12 rounds. Yeah, but that's not what I'm going to knock him out. Good. That's what we like to hear. I don't know. 
Fuck yeah, Birmingham bragging rights are on the table here, you know what I mean? This is no points decision, This is I just told you, Frankie's going to fly at him. I love it. Yeah, I'm looking to knock him out, definitely. Great stuff. What's the stuff that you've learned with the, since you've got, gone with Max Frankie as well? Sorry to kind of take a step backwards there, but I'm just curious that, you know, obviously you, you said you learned so much with Anthony and then obviously with Tom as well, but you feel like you had to move on. What does Max bring to the table that, you, that you're enjoying learning at the moment? I think uh, with Max, it's like I've, everyone knows I've got good footwork, I can move and that. But obviously, as you get older, you don't move as much. You stand there a bit more, stuff like that. Your legs aren't as good as the worst, stuff, other things. So I'm a lot cuter inside now, not giving as much away, counting back a lot better, mm. throwing a lot better. I think my combos are improving. So I think he's just brought a few new things, making me a lot more cuter inside, not getting hit as much when I am close. Mm. Everyone knows I can sit back on the back foot and put it It's really hard to hit me. So I will be working on that. But I'll also be working on on obviously when I am inside hurting him. Yeah. The uh, in, in hindsight, I know you said at the time it was too good an opportunity to turn down. Obviously the mm-hmm. Kell Brook fight, but obviously settled now with Max, and you feel like you've moved on it. Are you a little bit like fuck? I wish the I wish the Kell Brook fight was coming now. You know, in the place that I'm at now, both both physically and and, and emotionally as well. Yeah, I'm a better fighter. I didn't do myself justice that night, to be fair, but no. I'm improving and I'm doing well. So let's hope for a big performance Saturday night. Yeah. No point dwelling on the past of that big Of course not. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, let's just get on with that now. Listen, what's it like having a new baby in the house, mate? Oh, it's brilliant. I've got three and all together now. <laughs> that's, it, that's me done now. I've got two boys now. <laughs> that's it. You're out, you're out of the game, man. See, Snip. Snip. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're all in the same I'm position. Not, I'm not getting this new bullet. I don't want to walk in. Yeah, just keep it in, yeah. Withdraw. Yeah. For me, I've got two and Adam's got a second one on the way and fucking you know, our world my world's turned upside down with just two. I I'm 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 done. I'm two and out. What's it like though training? because obviously you need your sleep. Rest is key when you're training, my man. Last three weeks, I don't stay in the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saying that, though, I did stay last night and I probably had the best sleep. We had all camp. I went to bed about quarter past nine. Didn't wake up till quarter past nine. <laughs> Brilliant. Actually, literally sleeping like a baby, mate. That's what it's all about, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what I like when, when, whenever we speak to a fighter. I love people from other sports and other disciplines that get in contact with fighters during fight week just to wish them luck and all that type of stuff yeah. because of admiration that they've got for the discipline that you have as a fighter. Oh, Carton Palmer's been in contact, hasn't he, mate? You know what I mean? That's what we like. I was checking my Twitter feed the other day. Old legs, Carlton Palmer giving you the old message saying, all right, lad, yeah. go and do the business at the weekend. He's an old blue boy as well, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm good friends with Craig Gardner. Hmm. I let you in on a bit of news. I've got uh, Paul Robinson walking me in the ring Saturday. He's a Birmingham City football captain. Really? Wow. Yeah. Are you got, I'm guessing you're going in all the colours then, mate, because this is obviously the, the bragging rights of Birmingham. You've, you've, you've got to wear the blues, haven't you? I've got a bit of blue. Not, 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 not as much as I'd like, because he wore blue as well, so I couldn't wear too much. I've got a bit of blue. Got him, mate. Got it. Probably have the blues, ring, blues uh, keep right on when I walk out, probably. Love it. Listen, there's a lot of tasty fights for you at this weight division. I know that you're not looking above... Uh, Saturday, but you just said to us there, you're going in there, you're going to knock the fella out. Then we we have a, we have a bone to pick with a lot of fighters. At the end of the fight, when you put on a great performance, you got to get mouthy, mate. You got to do a bell. You we're calling it the bell. You from now on, yeah. You've got to jump in the crowd. You've got to call someone out. Who's yeah. it going to be, Frankie? Where are we going next, mate? Nah, that's not me, mate. <laughs> never, you've never heard me do it. I, I said, don't wrong. There's some fighters I don't like, and some I do want to punch in the face. But until it's announced, I'm not going to call anyone names or nothing. I don't understand my style, really. Classy, you think, it's right, it's right for value. 
Yeah. And like, don't be asked to bowl you. That's you for you. Nick knows bowl you. We know what he's like for years. Yeah. Yeah. In the amateurs, I remember exactly. they'll think us. I said he beat someone on a little crap show and he's like, lucky won a world title. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so it's just him really and uh, he's worked for him and uh, he wears his heart on his sleeve and listen, anyone who knows him and would sit down and speak to him knows he's a soft, he's soft-hearted guy as well, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a family man, yeah, of course. What's up, man? Beyond Saturday, beyond Saturday night then, Frankie as well, just one thing I do want to ask you about is because See, you won't call anybody out, but I would love to see you go back, go down to Light Welter because I tell you what, that Ricky Burns opportunity is fucking, you know, that's I'm not far away. Me a lot, yeah. Listen, if I win Saturday, it's not going to happen. I'm not, I'm listen, but if I lose, there are a lot of options. I'm going to have to really have a good push at one, one four weeks. That's the only way back, really. But yeah. I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about you, you, going for a world tour. I don't think I beat Ricky Burns comfortably. I think he's always made for me. Yeah, but that's and what I'd that's be, the and, point I was trying to make. You see, I yeah, think he's I'd perfect be the for you. Man in there. I'd be yeah. the bigger guy in there. So. But but like Welter's not on the agenda at the moment. Definitely not now. Fair play, fair play. One four yeah. seven, it is. One four seven, it is. Uh, Frankie, listen, mate. All the best with uh, the rest of fight week, pal. And we're looking forward to seeing this on Saturday night. Can't bit, wait. We've been Cannot a big fan since the amateur, mate. I mean, at the end of the day, Great Britain's only ever world amateur champion. You know what I mean? That's that's a yeah. you've got to tip the cat off to that, mate. Uh, looking okay. forward to a devastating performance at the weekend. Cheers, mate. Thanks a lot. All the best, Frank. See you soon, mate. Take care. Bye, bye. I knew he was going to say he's going to knock him out. Fuck, he's going to fly him. It's going to be cracker. He wants that, them brummies, mate. Well, it's like any city, isn't it? Once them, once them brummies get excited, once you get that Villa fucking Blues rivalry going or whatever, it gets needled, man. That because I've, I've been to that, but uh, a mate of mine used to work at the Villa, so I've been to Villa Blues derbies in the past. And like you know, I'm, as a Liverpool fan, I've been to Liverpool and Everton derbies, and you know they call it the the the, fam, the friendly derby or whatever, the family derby. And okay, there's a bit of there's a bit of needle and all that, but to be honest with you, everyone goes back to work the next day in factories and whatever, and or family members. My wife's an Evertonian for God's sake. What? I know, I know. Don't tell me about <laughs> it. But it's not like that in Birmingham, you know. They actually hate each other. <laughs> Villain and Blues fans, they actually passionately hate one another so I, I don't know whether Sam is a is a Villa fan or he's a, he's another blue as well I, I, we didn't really get it out of Frankie there but listen and tell you what that's going to be some rivalry there Saturday night and there's going to be a war I can't, I can't wait for it you're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast just on the back of that because I know that you're a big fan of Frankie I mean his amateur career speaks for itself and the kid yeah. is absolutely technically brilliant I'm a big fan of him myself but Sam Eggington we've spoken to him in the past on this show the guy's got a lot of power so Frankie will have to be wary Oh yeah, he can certainly punch like his, his record proved. He might, he might be right, Frankie. He might not be technically. He might not be technically the best, the best looking boxer in the world. But he does bang, and yeah, if he, he, does, if he yeah. catches him, he'll hurt him. And he's brave, you know, and he's effective. And yeah. uh, you know, obviously, Frankie's just pointed out then that he's going to fly at him, and, he's, and he wants to knock him out. But I think, I think, while he wants to knock him out, I don't expect Frankie to get reckless. I think he's too experienced for that. You know, I, I, you'd like to think the occasion won't get to him. I think. Obviously, Egerton's going to be absolutely pumped to the rafters. I think it's going to be a, a very emotional night for both of them. I think it's just a case of Frankie's experience has got to take over, and I think he's got to try and box his socks off for mm. a few rounds until Sam gets a bit desperate and then go looking for the knockouts. But yeah, that power, you know, 10 knockouts, there's nothing to be sniffed at. The kid can punch. There's quite a lot of boxing on this weekend. There is another show going on in Bolton, which we're going to talk about in a minute, with one of our own, Paul Butler, the man that you nicknamed yourself, the babyface assassin. Uh, but also in Birmingham, that's top of the bill, Frankie Gavin, Sam Eggington. Um, Anthony Agogo's on that bill. 
I mean, yeah. that's a name that came to light. Obviously, last time um, the Olympics was here at London 2012, everybody was buzzing about a go-go, a go-go, a go-go. And then, obviously, injuries. He's had heel injuries, Achilles heel injuries. He's had all sorts of different injuries. We've seen him dancing on ice or whatever he decided to go and do. But he's been back in the ring. He's had, um, I think he's had three on the spin now, decent victories. Yeah, and this, a good year. And this at the weekend is the his first opportunity for a professional title. So, fair play to him, man. I'm looking forward to seeing him do his thing. Yeah, me too, yeah. It's been a shame with Anthony, you know, because, uh, as you say, he turned pro and with, he had such high expectations, didn't we? Because he, he was such a good amateur and, you know, he just he looks good as a pro as well. He moves well, he can punch, but he's just had no luck whatsoever. He just hasn't been able to, to, to string, you know, a good year together until this year. This has mm. been his year, as we just pointed out. You know, he's had some good wins this year. He's been nice and busy. And this is a good step up for him. Cunningham's, a, I would call his first live opponent. By that I mean Cunningham's going to be, you know, entering the ring looking to, realistically, looking to win the fight. He, you know, I think he kids, he's 16 and 1 himself. So, yeah. you know, he's not turning up to be to be a body. You know, he's coming to win. And uh, I think with a go-go, he just got to, he's just got to stay fit. I think if he can stay fit, you know... He's in the mix then, isn't he? Yeah, of course. I mean, there's some good fighters. Obviously, we've got some good middleweights. We've got, obviously, Chris yeah. Eubank Jr. We've got Billy Joe Saunders, who's a world champion. This yeah. is for the WBC International Middleweight title at the weekend. If he wins this, then there's going to be some, you know, there might be an opportunity to get in that mix sooner rather than later. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's got to be a fight with someone like Jack Armfield or John Ryder. You know, these these guys that are above him in the rankings that would make a great domestic showdown. You know, these are real good guys who are like him got massive up massive potential. Mm. You know, there's fights. What I'm trying to say, there's fights in Britain and that weight division that Anthony Gogo can really chain through and and stay busy and get good wins against but climb rankings as well both those guys I've just mentioned have got I've got decent rankings you know the the decent strong world level or you know known at world world ranked opponents so opportunities are there for that he's just got to stay fit you know you can't emphasize that enough you know you can have all the talent in the world but if you're not fit enough to fight you're no good to anyone are you so Thankfully, this year looks like he's turned it around. Hopefully, it's the sign of something, uh, something positive, and I expect a big performance from the weekend. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast, uh, as well as that show in Birmingham at the weekend. There is a show at Bolton. Bolton, get yourself up to Bolton because the Babyface Assassin is back in action. He's teamed up with Gallagher's Jim, Paul Butler. Dead excited about this, especially with him stepping back up to bantamweight. Let's get him yep. on. Let's get him on the show. Let's have a chat. Paul, you okay? Yeah, not too bad, Nick, yourself? Excellent. Good, mate. Yeah, very good, thanks. Fight week, excited? Yeah, very excited. Um, looking forward to it. Been, a, been waiting a long time for it, six months I've been out of the ring. Mm. Yeah. It, it feels like I'm coming off a loss type of thing, because uh, I've been out for so long, it's weird. And I changed trainer as well, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Do you feel a lot more comfortable now that you've settled probably into the uh, Bantam weight, weight class? Yeah, definitely. Um I thought I'd be comfortable anyway. I, I didn't. I wasn't worried about it too much because I'd done bantamweight before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you don't be modest, mate. You were world champion, right? <laughs> I was just going to say. Yeah, yeah. Don't just say oh, I've, I've done, done bantamweight yeah, before. before. Yeah, yeah, just... it. It's called the IBF <laughs> world title, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I was confident anyway. It's just, obviously, I'm a little bit older. I've, I've grew into the weight Yeah. a lot better than when I was a bantamweight, so... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for Saturday. It's kind of a nice show as well, to be honest, isn't it? I mean, no disrespect uh, to being at Bolton. It's, I mean, I've been up there and seen Anthony qualify a couple of times at Bolton, and I love it. I think it's a great arena, but it's a nice yeah. one just to 
new trainer, just to go in there, blow a bit of rust off, and then yeah. I'm not, you're back out in Cardiff a month after, aren't you? That's already booked in, yeah? Apparently, yeah, it's on a box rack. Um, Joe told me yesterday, I didn't know nothing about it, so if, yeah, if the... you want to put me out in Cardiff yeah. a month yeah. later, then, then happy days. Yeah, but that's good though, isn't it? You know what I mean? Get this one in, yeah. you know what I mean? Get into the rhythm of it, and then bang, a month later, you're straight back out, because regularity is going to be the key thing now, isn't it? And that's what I need at the moment as well. Like I say, I've boxed once this year mm-hmm. um, through no fault of my own, apart from obviously failing weight. But I, I was still ready to box. I was still fit and ready to go the week later. And I asked to be on the Cardiff bill when Liam Williams boxed Corcoran yeah. and Teddy Flanagan boxed on that. And they couldn't fit me in there. They couldn't. And then I was on the Tyson Fury bill and then that fell through at the uh, Manchester. Yeah. So I've had a bit of a bit of bad luck. And then at the end of the season, there's no shows. So um, I'm kind of glad I'm on this. Uh, well, Cardiff fell through. I thought, oh no, what's going on here? Yeah. This isn't my year. And then I got put straight onto the Bolton bill, which which I'm happy about. Yeah, you joined us um, to speak about obviously switching gyms and joining Joe. And Joe joined us on the same show a couple of months back when you when you when you all signed up. You've had a couple of months now. You've settled in. You've been doing Dove Stones yeah. every uh, Saturday morning, mate. You know what I mean? Then Brutal Hills. How, uh, how's it? How's it going? Is it is it like a, a match made in heaven? Yeah. You know what? I've I've settled in nice. It um, took me like I was in there a couple of weeks just to, to see see how the lads felt, see how I felt, see how mm-hmm. Joe felt. Um, and the first few weeks went fine. Joe said, "Do you want to stay?" Obviously, I said, "Yeah," because I was comfortable and I liked the work he was doing with me. And um, over the last like must be seven or eight weeks now, yeah. I felt really comfortable. I've had some good sparring. Um, been working on on things in the gym. We've uh, we've had quite a bit of notice for this Alexis Ruiz as well. So the stuff we've been working on, uh, I'm looking forward to putting in action. Good. Have you watched much tape of them, Paul? I have. I don't normally watch stuff. If people know me, they, they know I don't like watching them. But um, Joe's one of them. He, he'll talk to you about a fight and he'll say, when he does this, yeah, I yeah. want you to do that. And he says, if, if you're just... just just trying to think what he does in your head. He goes, you won't get what I'm saying. He goes, so you've got to watch it yourself. And when he does it, you've got to, in your head, you've got to know if that's right or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. So how, I you, how are you finding that? Is that good? I mean, uh, it's a new way of learning, I suppose, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, you know what? I never used to like watching them because I remember the Commonwealth Federation years ago. I remember watching an Indian kid and I remember saying, oh, I'll beat him easy. He's no good. And I got in the ring and he beat me. So ever since that day, I never liked watching him. Yeah. But um, yeah, but I've enjoyed watching this kid. He, he's pretty similar to myself. He likes to stand in the pocket, catch shots, and he'll catch a left hook and he'll, re- he'll return with his own left hook. Mm. Likes to go down to the body a lot. Um, so it should be a, an interesting fight. I'm looking forward to it. No, looking forward to it, mate. Ourselves as well. Did you catch any of the fights at the weekend on the Bellew show? Yeah, um, I've seen them all. I've seen Ryan Burnett. And well, that's Ryan where I'm going, mate. That's where I'm going. That's your weight division, isn't it? You know what I mean? Ryan Burnett, he looks okay against Farag. Farag's tough as old boots there, mate. Decent yeah. fight, that at your weight level? I was sparring Ryan Farag. Yeah. I think I was perfect for him, for, for Burnett's style. Mm. And he was perfect for us, for this um, Alexis Ruiz, because he likes to go for the body a lot. Mm. Uh, likes a left hook. And so that's who we were sparring with. And, he, put, he put in a good performance, didn't he? Farag, I thought he, he was great. I thought against you know most of the most of the you know bantamweights in the country, he wins that fight at the weekend. But I thought Burnett was just a little yeah. bit sharper, wasn't he, Paul? Yeah, I think I think Burnett 
I thought after two rounds, three rounds, I thought, tell you what, people have underestimated Farag here. He's well in the fight. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think, I think the weight might be a problem with Ryan because I remember him doing 57 kilo in yeah. the ABAs when the year I won him in 2010, and he beat Luke Campbell at 57 kilo, and, and he's boiling down to 53.8 in his bantamweight. Mm. I think, I think that could be that could that could be the key in in that fight there because I think after six rounds he could only work him in one phase. Mm. Yeah, that's right. When he was working in his one phase, he'd have his he'd have his say, and then there wasn't much after that. Mm. And then it was all Ryan then for the re- Ryan Burnett for the rest of the round. Mm. Um, I think Ryan Farag would be brilliant at super bantamweight. He's big mm. enough, he's strong enough, and uh, I think he'd have that little bit extra in the tank as well. I'm sure he'll be looking at it because he's now obviously last two fights he's de- he's been defeated in the last two fights. I'm sure he'll be looking at stepping up. Uh, yeah, just, to, just, to fre- just to freshen up that's what you need yeah. sometimes just to freshen it all up don't you um, on, it, yeah. on the flip side of it the geezer that beat him at the weekend you must look at that and you think to yourself that'll be a beauty me and him going at it you and Ryan Burnett it would yeah we well, we were um, scheduled to box him with the British title but yeah. I've got aspirations of winning a world title at the moment I didn't want to go down and box for a British title and then because that's a tough fight against Burnett. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's good a good kid. Um, he's a good kid. And I think I think Ryan Burnett will win a world title. So uh, why not do it for a world title? That's the right exactly. answer, bro. That's the right exactly. answer. So that means then we're moving on to Haskins. Is that what we're doing? Is that where we're going? That's what we want. <laughs> that's uh, it. Good I lad. I watched him box Dewey all. And uh, to be honest with you, I thought he was shocking. Yeah, I think if, that, if that's worth weird that's, fight that, weren't it? Do you not reckon it was a weird fight? I mean, if Stewie all puts his foot down earlier, yeah. he wins the fight. Stewie always the same with Stewie though. He done it against me. Mm. He started. He starts too slow in every mm. fight. And I don't know what it is with him. I don't know whether it's nerves and he likes himself to grow into the fight, yeah. or or he just yeah. can't get going. I don't know. I think he's one of them kids that he, likes to take a bit of an Aiden. <laughs> early on. He likes you know it. What? He, he does, likes the he pen. Likes to feel the other kid's power for too long, and then. I know. Yeah, and then he grows, he grows into the fight. It's mad because um, he never got going with me for five or six rounds. Mm. And then, and then you're fighting a losing battle. Then exactly, you're chasing the fight. Exactly well, I fought was. against um, Haskins. I thought he won the fight on, on the night. I had it a draw, and mm, then yeah. I watched it back, and I thought, "There's no way you can give you can you can uh, give Haskins that. Yeah. He doesn't deserve to keep his title because for the last six rounds, he just got battered. Yeah. And I think if 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 Stewart went down to the body, because he never done it once, mm. I thought he could have got him out of there because he was gassed anyway, without mm. even going to the body. Yeah, he was. He was, land- he was landing with straight right hands to the head at will. If he just dipped them down into the body and just threw the right- straight right hand into the pit, I thought he could have. I thought he could have got him out of there. Paul, realistically, how far are we off that IBF shot? Or do, or do you have to go down other routes? Because I know that you rank within WBC and WBO. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't know. I think mm. I'm sure if if I got this fight out the way, and then obviously Cardiff, obviously, yeah. and Cardiff as well. I think we're right in line for for. Um, I'm sure I'll be. I'll be makes sense, though, doesn't it? All the governing bodies. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it's a domestic class. Yeah. Before, he, he's he's a champion. Yeah, gives me a chance to win my old title back. Mm. Exactly, it was a belt you vacated. You never lost it in the rings, so you know exactly, it, yeah. it makes perfect sense. And uh, yeah. You know, from a British perspective, and the, the the fans certainly want to see it. I certainly want to see that fight. I, I want to see the Haskins fight with for you more than anything else. So yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully well, we can make it happen. 
hopefully we can do it in a, in a phone box as well. There's no fancy yeah. chasing him around for four rounds, five rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, mate, all the best this weekend. It's good to see you back in action, man. Yeah. All right, cheers, mate. Top lad. Nice one, Paul. Nice yeah, one, Enjoy mate. it, Paul. Speak to you yeah. soon, mate. Ta-da, mate. Ta-da. The assassin is back. I love it. I love it. He's I love just, the he, fact he's getting two fights in quick. I think yeah. that's important, as he's just touched on. He's only had one fight this year. Mm. Paul Butler, he likes to be really active. You know, he's one of the busiest active players fit lad. that we've got that's at the it. moment. That's it, he's a fit exactly. lad. He, he lives in the gym, doesn't he? He does his yeah, thing. Yeah, but he's like like most young lads, though, he gets bored. You know, if he's not busy, he gets bored, and, you know, he, he starts wandering and stuff like that. So you've just got to keep him in the gym. That's all you've got to do with Paul Butler. Mm. Keep him in the gym. Give him a, as soon as he walks out the ring, give him his next fight date, and he and he, you'll never go far wrong with him. You've just got to keep his focus. So, I think it's great the fact that they've got this Cardiff date lined up straight after Bolton, and then you know as he's just said, full speed ahead for the Askins it makes perfect sense. I'm sure the Askins camp would fancy that as well. Uh, let's get it on 2017. This is the Fight Disciples podcast. Subscribe now via the iTunes Store. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Three episodes per week now Wednesday Thursday Friday just to get you through to fight night on Saturday eh what more do you want go to fightdisciples.com to subscribe for absolutely no money whatsoever you can't say fairer than that don't forget we're on all social medias as well if you're on Facebook come and check us out at Fight Disciples if you're on Twitter that's where we do most of our weekly conversation talking to you the real Fight Disciples also at Fight Disciples, check us out. And on Instagram, basically I just sit there making ridiculous memes, taking the mick out of fighters. If you like that type of stuff, come and join us there, at Fight Disciples. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.